Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome to Insight Episode 2 with Bayuki. Just like to thank everyone who makes this show possible as per usual. So thank you to everyone at AS1 Network, 410 Gaming, as well as Casual and Yaya. You guys are super appreciated. I can't thank you enough for everything you do for the show. Our guest today is going to be somebody who runs a pretty prominent page in the Call of Duty scene, as well as does a lot of analyst work. Um, he runs a CDL Stats page, goes by the name of John. How are you today, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing, bro? I'm glad we could get that intro straight, bro. I messed up like four times, honestly. <laughs> honestly, for bro. Sure, for sure. I, was, <laughs> I kept saying, like, yeah, man, I can't wait to have our first guest. And I was thinking, like, wait, there's only going to be one person in the episode. <laughs> what the wrong with me, man, right? <laughs> so I'm glad we got that figured out. Glad we got that to meet. So um, <laughs> first off, I'd just like to say welcome. I uh, really appreciate you coming on. I know you and uh, Josh at AS1 are pretty good friends so it's nice yeah. that uh it's nice that he could have you come on it was really exciting to be able to sit down and talk with you because you know i've seen you around on the twitter scene for your stats page and doing analyst work uh so <laughs> super excited to see you on here so I'm let's first off I'm on you. Super yeah, first, first podcast right yeah, you said it's your first podcast yeah this is my that's, first podcast that's crazy to me right like i couldn't believe that i've said that to so many people i was like it's his first podcast I couldn't yeah. believe that, right? I couldn't I believe that. So um, most people probably know who you are and what you do. But as per usual, I just like to have people introduce themselves. So just give a little background on who you are, what you do for the scene, and all that. Gotcha. Uh, my name is John Zodek. My alias is Zodek. My name is John. Um, founder of CDL Stats. Been working. I started that page probably the beginning i think it's the beginning of world war ii and i've mm. gained you know i'm at i think like 13.2k followers now yep so i've seen that um former analyst for sicario i analyzed them this year unfortunately they split up I so the nope. org kind of just dropped out so i guess now i'm a free agent i would say yeah open to analyzing any teams that would be dope, cause I'd ride so much fun on Sicario. That team was so good. Unfortunately, yeah. it ended so quick. Yeah. So for any teams looking for a great analyst, John is open. So hit him in the DMs after you hear this. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, John, what really kind of got you into Call of Duty specifically, right? Because there's a lot of games you could be playing. There's a lot of like avenues you could have taken a gaming career. What specifically led you to doing? analyst work in call of duty um honestly it kind of kind of all just came to my head one day like beginning of call of duty world war ii i would like i would go on my computer and just type the stats for like land events and just keep them on my computer and not do anything with them so i ended up posting them and i was gaining like i gained i think like 200 followers my first day of doing the stats and i was like dude, this is insane Yep. And then as time went on, I started doing stats for individual players, and I did, I did it. What kind of got me on the board? I was doing these cards, not like the cards like um, Lion Man was doing, but like cards, individual player cards that like showed their past history, their earnings, everything like that. Mm -hmm. I kind of that's where I gained probably the most because I gained a lot of a lot of stuff there. Um. This past, I would say, I think it was 
Modern Warfare, I kind of didn't do that much. I almost got on a pro team beginning of last year. Mm. Didn't fall through. I was talking to another pro team this year, which also didn't fall through. But, hey, I love what I'm doing. I'm going, planning on going to college for this. Yep. I'm um, in the fall, so I'm excited for that. And I hopefully, hopefully, I'll be in the league next year. That's hope what I'm hoping for. Yeah, we hope to see it. So for pro sure. teams, pro teams. That's pretty exciting. Is there any way yeah. we could uh, figure out who they were? If by any um, chance, if you wanted to share that information, if not, that's cool. There was a team. Yeah, OGLA. Like OGLA. OGLA. Yeah. Okay, I can see I why that. With my dog, okay, and we were talking for like a couple months, and it just it just never went through. Gotcha. All right, that's pretty interesting. I did not know that, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that didn't know that either. Definitely, definitely, a lot of people that do not know that. So, what's been your like? <laughs> what's been your like favorite part of running your stats page and doing analyst work in general? Just the I've gained so much knowledge because I've like I've typed. Um, after after doing the player cards, I literally had every tournament that was on the COD Gamepedia site literally like on my computer, and I like I kind of memorized it after a while. Like I know all the old players like Stainville back in the day, Assassin, yep. like all the old players that I never I never watched, but I know who they are because I've seen their success in the past, and yeah. I've I've honestly just done all the information about that. So it's it's honestly I just love the game of Call of Duty, and mm-hmm. I love math. I've always loved math. Yeah, it's just two things I love doing put together. I think it's a great thing for me. Yeah, it's always good to have a combination of things that you love. It just makes it worth your time way more, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. That's interesting. Learning about old Call of Duty players and stuff like that. You know, I've always wanted to sit down and kind of learn about it. You know, I didn't really watch back in the original days of like professional Call of Duty, like yeah. back when like, you know, I think Black Ops 2 was a game where it really started to get bigger, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So I didn't really watch. I think I started watching probably World War Two, right? So I oh, haven't yeah. yeah, so like I haven't been in the scene for that that long, right? Like yeah. for a few years. You know, that's when I really started getting into it. You know, I had seen you know, some ghost gameplay. And I knew, who, obviously, everyone knew who Skump was, right? Yeah. Who that yeah. was. But outside of that, I was just like a normal, normal Call of Duty player, just pub stopper. Right? So I feel that, like, and also, like, I hate math, bro. I'm going to go 100 <laughs> with you, right? I, yeah. I'm going to be a social studies teacher. Okay, so, like, okay. I'm not a big math guy. So I <laughs> have to give you props for enjoying that, like, I've met maybe one or two people that really actually enjoy that. So huge really? props to you. Yeah. Like numbers, like I, I don't get me wrong. I'm okay with them. Yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know, man. I just don't think I'd be very good with it. You know yeah, I mean? for, sure, so, for sure. For sure. That's impressive. So <laughs> on, on the note of team Sakari, what was it like analyzing some of those guys? Cause those are some of the uh, best like am players. Oh dude. Right now. It was it was my first time on a team. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, it was my first time analyzing a team, and it was literally like a dream country. Like I loved it. I would go home every day and just watch their vods on Twitch or their scrims, and just do all the data. And it was literally just the funnest time I've ever, I, like I've had. That's just, that sounds like, like it, man. Like yeah. 
just getting to watch those guys play and interact yeah, with the yeah, organization yeah. and those players themselves too. Yeah, you know, such a great org too. Such a good yeah, staff. Really. It's too bad that they're no longer in the community. It's that I was really yeah, upset. I was pretty sad when I saw that they were shutting down. Honestly, it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Comes and goes though. It's the way it yeah. works, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, is there like a favorite player you've had interactions with, or like a organization or anything like that? Because I'm sure you've talked with. Like you said, I mean, OGLA and Mud Dog and all those guys, right? Is yeah. there like someone that stands out to you, like an interaction you had with somebody that um, really kind of sticks out to you and is memorable for you? Um, honestly, not a professional, but I would say, I would say AS1 really? kind of put me in the spot where I am now, especially Josh. Yeah, yeah, he definitely. Josh literally taught me almost everything I knew about yeah, competitive Yeah, he told comedy. me that, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's literally such a blessing to have Josh. Mm-hmm. Such a blessing to meet him randomly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he told me about that, how he got... You guys are close because of that, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, obviously I agree with you on that aspect, right? You know, this show wouldn't be possible without people like Josh, you know? So I think... People like that in the community are really well respected, and that's really awesome to hear that. Actually, yeah, makes me yeah, happy. Definitely. You know, it's my organization, so yeah, yeah, makes me really happy. So, especially with someone like Josh, who's, you know, he really cares about what he does, and he's really passionate. So, that's really cool. Yeah, to definitely, hear that. definitely the most passionate person. Oh yeah, in the community. Stay tuned for a lot of big things coming from AS1 in the near future. By the way, um, Ooh. You, you, Ooh. you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. In my opinion, from like seeing your page, man, and what you do, like just from my standpoint, I feel like it'd be really cool just to be able to have interaction with like the competitive players in the community, you know, because you have a lot of community interaction on that page, right? And you have so many avenues and so many ways you can interact with people. What's yeah. that really been like to have that platform? Because I can imagine like you can really interact with most members of the community and probably most pro players. So I can imagine that's got to be a pretty cool experience to have that. Yeah, it definitely is. Honestly, it's not. I don't talk to. I don't talk to many pro players. Honestly, I don't really. I've had a few interactions with like formal. Um, some interaction with Clay's here, just some players in the league, but I haven't like. I don't think I've ever talked to like an actual pro player like that. Yeah, well, still, you know, interactions with the pro players is still something most yeah, players, most, yeah, people, yeah, most people don't get that, you know? So yeah, yeah. What's it like for, as a community in general, for, like, the amateur scene, being able to interact and see all that, like, the community itself, and kind of be, like, a like a pillar for the amateur community? Because everyone, everybody follows your page, right? Everyone yeah. follows the page, everyone wants to see, like, the stats from this latest event. What's it feel like to be able to provide that? And get it's a lot honestly, of recognition for that. Yeah, it's dope because it's, like I said, it's something that I enjoy so much. And I can just, I can literally just do it, post it on the Twitter, and just get incredible feedback from it. It's literally like, it's so dope to have that page, especially how it blew up so quick. Mm-hmm. It's literally, yeah, it's, it's a blessing for sure. Yeah, I can imagine being able to, because I know personally I, what I really enjoy about what I do 
is being able to get feedback and talking with people who back you and kind of follow your page, right? Follow who you are as a person, follow mm-hmm. the page itself. So I feel like personally, that would be a really dope aspect of it, being able yeah. to interact with people, right? Because that's there's so many people you can just talk to, right? Just yeah, talk to, yeah, see, exactly. see they're liking your tweet, replying to your mm-hmm. tweet, you know, all this stuff. You know, I think that would be really cool. I enjoy that personally. Like, I just get like one message or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, one message of feedback that makes my day, honestly, right? So yeah. I can imagine that would be such a cool experience. I thought of that right away when I saw you were coming on the show. I was like, man, this guy, yeah, yeah, I know, I already know who it is, right? And I was an AM player. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I already know who this is, <laughs> oh, right? And that's the mood for most guys, right? Because so I can imagine that'd be really sick yeah. and pretty cool experience just being able to have that opportunity, right? Because there's a lot of opportunity not many people really get. Yeah. Have that big of a platform. Yeah, definitely. I've I definitely, unfortunately, over the, like the past year, I kind of been a little inactive on that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, like whenever the Pro League starts this year, in like a couple weeks, I, I'm hoping to go back to normal posting stats for all the events and stuff, all the home series. I'm excited for this year. Yeah. That's so, exciting. what do you, what are you thinking of this year? I think it's gonna be good. I think after watching, I didn't get to watch any of the matches today, but after watching yesterday, it was like the Codcaster looked dope. It all looked dope. I think yeah, it's gonna it, be a good year. The quality of the production looks a lot better this year. Yeah, exactly. In my yeah, opinion, who is oh. your Favorite team, if you had to pick, you know, from an unbiased standpoint, right? Who's your favorite team in the COD League right now? Favorite team? I would, uh, I would have to say Florida, Florida. or Seattle. Florida and Just Seattle. I'm a big Pristini fan. Pristini. Yeah, he's okay. He's been- Everyone loves for a couple of years. Yeah. Always looking up to him. That's what's up, yeah. I was going to talk to you about that. I was going to ask you who's going to one guy you look up to in the COD scene, but I think we got that answer. Um, yeah, Pristini, that's an, interesting, that's an interesting answer, actually. You know, he has he's had a lot of ups and downs these last couple of years. Yeah, you know, I've, been, I've been watching them since the first. I think it was when him and Alec were on the Gosu crew. With drama and mm. gunless and IW. Yeah. That's when I started watching them and I just seeing what they've been through, it's like dope. Because that's kind of when I yeah. started watching COD is when they they started blowing up. Yeah, that's really cool. And, you know, obviously everyone's hoping the best for them. You know, it's going from champs and Black Ops 4 to kind of a up and down year, needless to say, in yeah. Modern Warfare. <laughs> So, you know, we never want to see anybody not succeed. So we'll hopefully he can have a pretty good bounce back year. Because, you know, last year for him was kind of, it was it was a weird year. Yeah, it was to say, right? Yeah. It was weird, right? You know, he went from beating his brother to, you know, benched and all this stuff. You know, yeah. it, was intri- it was weird, right? It was really weird. Personally, big rocker fan. I'm from Minnesota. So you. Yeah. If you couldn't tell by the little tish of an accent I got. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's it's there. It's very slight, but it's there. You know, I'm a huge <laughs> rocker guy. So seeing them win today was really cool. 
love, I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I love the roster they have. Oh, dude, they I, should definitely a top, top four team, in my opinion. I think with the I think that have. roster has a lot. I think the roster has a lot of potential. I think the only thing is that some of these top rosters have played together last year. You know, Dallas yeah. just dropped. They just dropped Clayster. They got their core. Still, they got all four of them back, right? You know, Phase yeah, pick up true. pick up Alex and Optic pick up Dashy. You know, their cores are still together, so it's going to be really hard, I think, for a team that hasn't played together for that long com- in comparison to those guys yeah. to really kind of break into the stratosphere and get on those like teams' levels because all these other teams really did make a lot of roster changes. Mm-hmm. You know, towards you know your bottom six, bottom seven teams. You know. Paris and Rocker both completely got new rosters, yeah. right? And yeah. a lot of these other teams got two or three new players. So I think they're going to be towards the top of like everything like that. But I don't think, I think it's going to be pretty hard for them to, uh, you know, break into yeah. higher. Like, you think they're like a top 16? Um, I don't think so. I don't really? think. I don't think right away, at least. Um, I think they're probably going to be top. I think towards the beginning of the year, I think they're going to be lower. But I don't think that um, that the Rocker are going to be a top four team to start. Maybe yeah. later on the year. I think later on the year, once they start clicking, mm-hmm. they can be a top four team. But I don't think initially they will be just because of the freshness of the roster, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, but hopefully I'm wrong. You know, I hope that um, hope that Rocker continues their success they're having. Because I'd really love to see it. Because Minnesota sports are down pretty bad in every aspect. Yeah. So, um, Rocker's yeah. definitely a team. I enjoy They're watching. interesting. They're interesting, right? You know, last yeah. year, last year they started off really strong, kind of tapered off towards the end. So I'm hoping this year they can kind of just keep it consistent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, what are your thoughts on like Cold War itself as a game? I'm sure you've been kind of following what's been going on in the AM scene so far, and this is something I really like to talk to people about because there's been a lot of controversy in the scene re- lately mm. with the lack of anti cheat, and you're seeing a lot of these bigger Warzone streamers, yeah, kind of discuss the lack of anti cheat and everything like that. So, what do you kind of think of? We'll start with like the competitive scene. And we'll okay. we'll throw we'll throw Warzone in there, right? Because uh, they they go hand in hand, I would say. You know, competitive yeah, Warzone, yeah. competitive Call of Duty. What are your thoughts on what's going on with that so far, and with the lack of anti cheat and the switch to PC? Um, I think the switching, I think the pro switching to PC was a good thing. I don't think amateurs should have done it just yet. Mm-hmm. The anti cheat is something I feel like it's just. It's way too bu- too big of a thing to be happening now, especially with everything being online. And, like, it's just not good. I don't think it's good for the amateur to be on PC right now. Um, oh. Warzone, I'm a big Warzone guy. So mm-hmm. the cheating in Warzone, it's, it's literally insane. I get killed by a hacker, like, five to ten times a day. It's annoying. Yeah, and they you definitely would think- you would think after last year, right? Because right when Warzone dropped, you know, we watched all these big streamers. I know, I remember watching. Was it was it was Nate Shot and like Nick Merckx 
Mm-hmm. And then they were watching this guy do like the the three. I don't I don't know what it's called, right? Because I'm not a super frequent hacker, right? I don't know what exactly yeah. what it's called, but it was the you saw him like spinning in circles, headshotting the entire lobby with his keyboard Jeez. or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he dropped like he dropped you know the solo quads record hacking right live on stream, <laughs> and there's been so many other examples of these big streamers getting hacked on last year. So you would think going into a huge Call of Duty drop, right? Because Modern Warfare was the most successful sales-wise Call of Duty game they've ever had. Yeah. You know, Modern Warfare 2019. And so you would think, A, with an emphasis on competitive COD on PC, B, all your big streamers probably playing on PC as it is for Warzone. You mm-hmm. would think that at Activision, Treyarch, you know, all these companies that would think, hey, maybe we should... Uh, just a just a scrap of anti-cheat in there, right? Just a, yeah, just a yeah. bit, right? Because last year was pretty ridiculous at times with people cheating. And you go into this year and nothing. I mean, not absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's, there wasn't it's just getting attempt. worse. It's getting worse. And yeah. I was talking with uh, Seth Glory about it after we recorded last week. And he's like, yeah, you can just go on Google, type in Call of Duty Hacks, and there's one for like nine bucks. You get like a month free trial, right? I mean, it's so easy and accessible at this point. Yes, that's insane. It's it's crazy, right? So you would think, especially in the amateur scene for Call of Duty right now, what guy who a I just personally I don't think people who cheat obviously are they have any any competitive integrity whatsoever, and I think Mm -hmm. they need to be blacklisted out of the community. But for someone. Especially with it so being so hard to catch nowadays, what person that really, really wants to make it to the top doesn't matter how they do it, right? What? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Casual here to drop in and be your little uh, audio gnome. Uh, sorry for the cut in the audio. I'll drop you back in mid-conversation. Real quick shout-out uh, to my OnlyFans. Go ahead and sub to that. And yeah, uh, if you if you like... Uh... <sighs> Never mind. It's late. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Alright, you guys have a good one. Bye. Person wouldn't it's a competitive Call of Duty scene on PC, right? Because console <laughs> players can't compete this year. Let's just be hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, definitely not. Especially, you know, PlayStation five, Xbox, uh X or whatever it is. Potentially, right? They yeah, can maybe potentially, yeah. But if you're on a PlayStation 4, Xbox One, no chance, right? Because some of these guys on these PCs are getting 200 frames on their yeah, mega, yeah. on these monster PCs they buy. And you're getting 60. Yeah, for real. And if they have hacks on, because they paid $9 for it, yeah. throw it out the window, right? Done. Might as you well. So I don't know what they should do about it. I think it's pretty ridiculous that we're towards the end of January here, and there's nothing. Yeah, that's that's why I'm hoping because it's taking a while, maybe it's something big. Like maybe they're fixing it all. Hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully, yes, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> I've learned as as sad as it is, I've learned to be less optimistic when it comes to the Call of Duty franchise. Yeah. You know, I, I I've tend to not get my hopes too high anymore because it seems like <laughs> It seems like I'm always getting let down, man, right? Yeah, you're not wrong. Because, you know, you start off Modern Warfare last year, right? You're like, yeah. okay, this thing's about to be sick, right? 
<laughs> you hop into some pubs with your friends, you're getting cross-mapped by yeah. a double-barrel shotgun, right? You're like, okay, yeah. cool, whatever. And, you know, don't, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I think the movement system in Modern Warfare was really nice. But I, I just think, I think some of the gun balancing towards the beginning of the game and late game, ridiculous, Stupid. right? Stupid, Stupid, right? And, so, <laughs> and then I get the Cold War this year. I play the beta. I feel it feels like I'm going a thousand miles an hour when I'm sliding. <laughs> movement feels a little clunky, and they have skill based matchmaking and like alpha. Yeah, that's how I knew it was going to be a tough <laughs> year. For right? real. Like my first couple of games in the alpha, I'm like, all right, I'm dropping like 50, 60 kills, which is, you know, that's normal for a guy who plays the game as much as I do, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Scump and Formula are on the other side of the game, and <laughs> sitting on the back of their heady, or sitting in the back of the spawn with head, on head glitches with a Krig, can't do anything, right? Yeah. I think I think the way Call of Duty is pathing towards when it comes to their casual play is dangerous, right? Yeah. I think this implementation of this such so strong skill based matchmaking in Call of Duty right now, dangerous, right? The yeah. people that play the game a lot are getting completely punished for it. It's yeah. It's I remember. I can't wait till it gets fixed. Hopefully. I don't know if it. I don't Jeez. know if it will though. Because remember <laughs> back in the day, man. Back in the day, you know. Back in the day, to get the top, the top KD at the lunchroom cafeteria table, right? Yeah. It had to be like a two point something, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean. You had to have a killer KD to be king of the lunchroom back Facts. in high school. But nowadays, bro, if you go on like your COD tracker and you have like a 1.7 true KD on Cold War, you're like top 4% in the world. Yeah, yeah, facts. That would, bro, you'd be laughed at. If you're, if you're going up, yeah. you're pulling up, your, you're pulling up to your homies in you know, <laughs> 2009 from your Modern Warfare 2 days and you're like, hey, yeah, I got like a 1.7 KD. Yeah. You're getting clowned. Right? You're getting laughed at, but nowadays, with the way the skill based matchmaking is, that's the way it works. Yeah, one point seven is good now. One point seven is what is it like top five percent or something? I saw a stat of it. Yeah, something like that. Five percent of Call of Duty players, and this is like I, it's ridiculous. I could talk about it for hours, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to get started. Don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, transitioning away. From specifically Cold War, right? Because we could talk about that for hours, right? There's a lot yeah, to yeah. unpack about Cold about. War, but I think we both agree that, and this has been, it's like beating the dead horse at this point with the anti-cheat. It's just yeah. seems like, it seems like the competitive scene itself is, um, I'm not going to say dying, but you see players leaving pretty frequently. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. decreasing. It's just, it's hard to see. Because it sucks. It really sucks because I really enjoy a lot of these players in the community itself. And yeah. seeing these players walk away because you just can't compete. You're getting hacked in the 2Ks. You're getting hacked in the Cups. You're getting hacked in your search and destroy tournaments. And some of these people are just walking away because the scene itself, all it is, if you lose, I got hacked on. Yeah. Right? I can't even yeah. tell you the amount of times I've seen people on the timeline. Oh, this guy's cheating. This guy's cheating. This guy's cheating. Like, yeah. I don't know if you were super aware. Like, I remember 410 got accused of cheating, and it was a huge deal, right? Because they got kicked out of the Toronto Ultra Tourney mm. for it. And 
you know, it was it was a big fiasco. So I'm completely over it at this point. I see someone yeah. getting accused on the timeline of hacking. I, I scroll past it. Yeah. Over, right. Unless you got complete proof, I'm over it. You know, whatever you got preamed. Welcome to four v four Call of Duty. Get over it. Right. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. We can talk about that for hours, right? You know. <laughs> but uh, so who's like a huge inspiration for you? To continue doing this, I know I asked Seth the last episode, and I'm asking you today because I think this is an interesting question. Um, who really inspires you? We can say in Call of Duty, outside of Call of Duty, really whatever. But who really kind of pushes you to keep doing what you do? Um, inspiration for the analyst work, definitely Easy Mac. Really? Okay. The things. The things that guy does is insane. Yeah, like he literally, he literally does data for stuff that you wouldn't even know there would be data for. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Well, I don't even know where they pull those stats from, right? Yeah. It's exactly. like it's like when you're watching like professional sports, and they say it's the first person to have this many points on opening day since yeah. this year, right? It's yeah. It's just some wild statistic. You're like, oh, that's really cool, but how did you think of that? Yeah, where did like, I come from, right? For real, those are always the most interesting ones to listen to, though, and see. You know, those kind of yeah. not not traditional, not just like this guy had this KD in this. Yeah, yeah facts, facts. You know, because everyone we can see like, oh, he did good this game, he did good this game, but like those yeah. non-traditional stats that are a little bit more niche. Yeah, I think yeah. those are. I think those are really interesting to look at. Yeah, those are definitely. I definitely like to see those more. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So, like, outside of Call of Duty and the scene itself, who really kind of, like, pushes you to keep doing this and who really inspires you? Outside of Call of Duty. Definitely my my pops, my yeah. dad. Definitely pushes Because he's, he's the one that supports me with literally this whole thing. Yeah. Like, I tell him, I tell him everything I want him to, like, he knows I want to make this my career. And he forced me in every way possible. So I'm yeah. definitely, definitely happy that my dad supports me. Yeah, definitely I mean, yeah, that's really, that's really cool to hear that. Because I know there's some, some people have their backing from their parents. Yeah. Don't. So yeah, it's exactly. really nice to have, listen to people that say that. That's a really good foundation to start from. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. some of these, some of these kind of players are like, well, you know, my parents don't really like that. I do this, but I do it anyways, right? That's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. No. So nice. having that good foundation is really, really important, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So let's. I want to talk about Cold War more, man. I want to talk a little bit more about <laughs> it because that gun, that gun, re- or that game, really kind of that gun, <laughs> it, it pushes my buttons, man. I don't really know what it yeah. is, right? Um, what do you think needs to be changed about it? It's, if anything, unless you think it's a perfect game, right? But <laughs> what do you think needs to improve, right? Because there's, I've been hearing a lot of like people say the game's just unplayable. The game, and I've been hearing people say it's really good. You know, I've heard two ends of a spectrum here. There's not really a lot of middle ground. It's yeah. You really like it, you really hate it. I think it's fun personally if I can play with some friends. You know, if me and some of the boys hop in and play some games or whatever, 
yeah exponentially exponentially more fun right yeah yeah i just don't think you really can just hop in by yourself this year and just play it's not Uh, it's not one of those games it's not it's not it doesn't feel like classic cod because you're struggling to pull a positive kd because it's champ sunday every single yeah yeah i definitely not a good it's not a fun I would say this is the first COD where I didn't have fun on public games. Yeah, I would agree with you on that one. Actually, World War II didn't enjoy that. I I could I could play World War II, right? I could. Ranked I didn't, World War II was a ranked World War. They II. need ranked play now. We need it. I think That's it's coming. Crazy. I think it's coming in a couple weeks. That's yeah. I think I heard I something think. about that too. Let's hope. I hope so, man. Because and they gotta have a good rank system, right? Because yeah. Yeah, they can't release it with some BS. Like, like last year was just like, oh, you get a playlist. Yeah, for real. Oh, so thank you? Am I supposed to be thankful for this? I could just... They literally just copy-pasted the private match CDL, put them into a playlist. Here you go. <laughs> they no they did that. They, um, Infinity Ward always did that. They did it with IW, too, where they didn't have a ranked play. They just added really? the playlist. Like, what... That's just boring. I don't know why they don't do rank play. It's kind of weird. Laziness? Yeah. <laughs> That's about all it comes down yeah. to, man. They make enough money. They make For enough real. money, honestly. Oh, my gosh. So, let's talk a little bit more about your analyst work. Mm-hmm. What, for some people who don't exactly know how much work, because I know, I know personally the analyst takes, that takes a lot of work, right? Yeah. Let's uh, let's break down exactly what you do because I'm sure you know people hear analysts are like, oh, the stats guy. Right? Yeah, that's about it, right? Boom, done. That's it. That's all I think of it. Mm. Break down what you do as an analyst and kind of take me through step by step exactly the process that you do for your teams that you do it for. Yeah, for see for Sicario, I would they would I would go on other vods and I would go on the scoreboards. Honestly, stats guy, that's honestly perfect for it. I literally <laughs> analyze stats, stats, stats. It's honestly it. Stats, stats, stats. Stats guy. Uh, yeah. I'm just, you're not Johnny Morgan. <laughs> you're stats guy now. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. Guy. So you would go, you just kind of go into the, go into VODs, take stats, kind of yeah. notice like, so like if someone's having a pretty tough time in search and destroy. You kind of relay that information. And be like, hey, like, you're, like, would you relay that information or you just write it down, keep it to yourself? Yeah, what and do you say exactly like, do with that. Um, well, say I don't always do like like that. Like in hard point, say I would, I would analyze like which hill, which hill they're good at, and which hill they need help with, which rotations to the hill they need help with, stuff like that. Yep. And then, like, with Search, you know, I never, I haven't done Search this year. Really? Because they, they would never, they never streamed it. I suppose, yeah. You don't I only did, it. yeah, I only did Hardpoint Control. So, you did, you actually did do a little bit more than just stat taking. You helped them with the rotations and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're not a stats guy anymore. I take that away. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> so, stats, you know, I just, like I said, I just, couldn't do it, right? So, <laughs> personally, I want to talk about 
favorite Call of Duties, right? Because he's, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've played for so many years, and we're on yeah. the topic. Of, we're on the topic of Cold War, right? And I don't know if it's a nostalgia thing. I don't know if I just grew up playing the other games. Mm. It just doesn't feel as good as the other games, right? But like yeah, my, younger, my younger my younger cousin or something like that, love it, right? Yeah, like it's the greatest thing to ever touch. <laughs> yeah, for, right. Just the epitome of video games. So, what's your favorite COD, man? Personally, Black Ops One, hundred percent. Bo One, really? Yeah, it's gotta be, man. You think? You think Bo One? I was a kid running around. You know, I was how old was I? Twelve, eleven, twelve years old, <laughs> running around with his Famas dual mags, Ghost. You know, trying as hard as I can every match to pull yeah. a 1.0 KD. So <laughs> fresh, right? And <laughs> so many good memories of that game because it was my first 100% played the whole year game. Yeah, you know, oh. I, I played a little bit of MW2. Yeah, but like my first on release game was Black Ops One. Okay, and I'm, I'm never gonna forget the guns in that game, the way it played. I mean, obviously, you look back at it now, it there's a lot of things that could have been fixed, right? It would not fly yeah, by today's yeah. standards. But I think that's why those games back then were so fun. I think oh, for sure. the unbalanced MW2 was the reason it was so fun. You didn't care back in the day. Yeah. Because it, yeah. Wasn't, so, it wasn't so skill-based and so all this, right? Mm. People had fun shooting noob tubes across the map. People had fun doing all that stuff. Yeah. I think that's what was fun about those games. So, what was like your favorite? Um, I would definitely say MW two. Yep, it's definitely the game I enjoyed the most. But yeah, I honestly didn't start grinding CODs until Advanced Warfare. Really? So if, yeah, if we're talking about games I grinded, so. All the jetpack cards. I would say like BO3 or IW. Yeah, BO3 was. Yeah, the competitive the competitive scene during the jetpack era was literally insane. I thought it was the best. Yeah, it was unmatched. Like you know, the casual people are like, "Oh, I hate jetpacks, right?" You know, I don't like them. But then, like, you see your cod pros are like, "Give me advanced warfare too." I miss advanced warfare because there's a skill gap in that game. Yeah. Right? It wasn't boots on the ground. A lot, of, a lot more movement. They were just fun Dancing to watch. One, speakeasy. Yeah. Val yep. 27. Classics, right? Black Ops 3 was such so fun. a good game. Black Ops Black 3, Black Ops 3, IW, AW. Those games were all pretty fun. I think they were underappreciated at their time for sure. Yeah. I don't know why so many people hit it on IW. That was my favorite. I would say that's my favorite jetpack. Just because how, really? like, how fun the competitive was. Okay. That's that's literally BO3. Okay, I think BO3 had the best jetpack search. Yep. IW had the best respawn, and AW had the best pubs. Okay. That's just my opinion. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, bro. I hated IW. Really? I did not. I didn't like it that much, bro. It felt like you know the guns had like the the colored lasers and everything. Yeah, and I felt like yeah. I was in Star Wars or something, man. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll keep it a buck with you. I did not enjoy IW. I probably logged a day into the game. Dang. I bought I bought IW to play COD Four Remastered. Okay. That's, MWR was a good game. I played I played MWR right because I bought it right away. I was just like I'm playing MWR. 
Yeah. But the thing with the remastered MWR was they didn't really balance it, right? So you put you put the remastered COD four and you're like, oh man, it's gonna be so fun. Then you get one burst of an M sixteen and three frag grenades fly at you. You're like, man, how did I enjoy this? And the guns are like totally different <laughs> from when they used to be. <laughs> like what? It was, it was crazy. And then you just don't realize back when you're playing it. Because yeah. I remember I went back and played all those classic games after Black Ops One. Because I'd never played them. I was like, oh dude, this game's so fun, right? And then it gets remastered. I was like, I don't remember getting completely smacked yeah. on by dudes <laughs> and for real three frag grenades or something like that. You know, it was it was a different experience, but I still really enjoyed it. And it's nice that oh, yeah. it's nice that they kind of bring some of these classic maps into these new games too. I don't know if it's laziness to make new maps because yeah there's only you can play firing range so many times i'm waiting for firing range to come back in this game right everybody <laughs> loves everybody loves nuketown right nuketown's nuketown yeah. um, that'll always be a thing it's a thing but like you can only play a map for so many years then you're like okay yeah like, facts. Dude, give me something new right because i played firing range black ops one black ops two black ops three black yeah ops four right <laughs> Give me something new. Give me another yeah. map. Give me work. Really sit down and work on a map that you think can last long, and you put that in your new games, right? Create mm. a map that we all enjoy instead of just reskinning all these old maps. Because you got to think, man. A lot of these newer COD players didn't play those OG maps. As sad as that is to say, yeah, right? makes yeah. me feel old when I say that. But it's true. They didn't. They probably didn't play Black Ops One Firing Range back in the heyday. Yeah, that's fat. I mean, honestly, I feel like it wouldn't be that much of an issue. Like, I think, I think, was it Envoy that said he's never played Raid in his life and he yeah. was like destroying on it? Yeah. Scrams. It's, that's weird. That I thought crazy. that was crazy to say that. Yeah. We're watching somebody yeah. destroy the Pro League. For he, real. He played amazing today, by the way. I think he started off like 11 and 0 on control against Steve. Yeah, it was crazy to watch him play. But hearing someone say that, that I'm watching the Pro League, I'm like, Wow. Yeah, that, for real. That's crazy to think, right? Never played <laughs> Raid. Right? Again, a map that we're all super fond of because we grew up with it, but we're watching yeah. this. We destroy the Pro League. Yeah, never played it. <laughs> starts off 11-0 today. Like, <laughs> that just shows how skilled these players are, man. That's really crazy. I'm super excited for the COD League this year. I don't know if you saw the schedule that came out. I, I saw the groups. Coming. Yeah, I think... Uh, CDL Intel posted a tweet with the uh, full schedule here. Let me check. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like they have stages this year. Uh-huh. So it's like stage one is Atlanta Phase Home Series starting on the 11th. And then they have the CDL Home Series, the 18th, the 25th. And then there's a stage one major, March 1st. Right? And then a couple week oh, break okay. moves into Toronto Ultra Home Series. So it's like four week cycles, right? So like yeah. February eleventh to March first, stage one. And then they do stages all the way till July nineteenth, where they have oh, stage that's five major. So there's like five cool. cycles. And it's we're gonna see a lot more Call of Duty this year. Because you remember last year yeah, it, was every, it was it was every other weekend if I'm not wrong. Yeah. You had, your home, you had your home series every other weekend. And that's all we got. Yeah. yeah so, for real. That's, so this year, this is dope. yeah, we're getting a lot more, and I think I think that's that's fair, right? I think 
being able, you know, we're fans and having to wait two weeks to watch maybe your favorite team play two games. Yeah. It kind of sucks, right? Yeah. You know, if, let's say for you, you know, watching, you know, Seattle last year, right? You know, tough season. So you yep. wait two weeks, they lose two games. You're like, oh, well, I'll see you in two weeks, right? You know, it's done so quickly. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, yeah. unless you were Empire, Optic, Florida, you know, or Chicago fan, you yeah. really didn't have consistent games every other weekend. So I think it's, I think the way they're doing it this year is really sweet. I think yeah, definitely all, a big improvement from last year. I mean, obviously, we're hoping to get back to land eventually. Facts. Facts. You know, uh, this online Call of Duty, I think everybody's living in Texas at this point for it. But yeah, yeah, isn't it like eighty percent of the league? Yep, yep, eighty percent <laughs> of the league's in Texas. You know, they saw what they saw what Empire was doing last year. They said, "I need some of that." Yeah, so, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. I think the CDL this year has a lot going for it. I think the more games, the better, especially mm-hmm. when you're really trying to grow the CDL as a whole to kind of be one of these top esports, right? Oh, yeah, it's, definitely. It's hard to really grow, in my opinion, as a league when you're only having series every two weeks. Everybody, uh, audio cut out there. Um, so we're just going to, we're about to outro the episode anyway. So, John, thank you so much for coming on. If you'd like to say a few things before we go, floor is yours. Feel free. Gotcha. Uh, appreciate you, Waiyuki, for having me on. Pleasure. Shout out to you. Go, you. go to host. Thank you. Thank Shout you. out as one. Go to the org. Shout out Josh. You know the homie. Mm-hmm. Four ten. Another go org. Shout out to them. Here. Um. Shout out to the COD community this year. There's a lot of stuff we have to deal with, and we're slowly, slowly getting together and just getting through it. Hopefully, yep. hopefully it can get better as the time goes on. Yeah. Really hoping to see the scene's kind of in a tough spot right now. So yeah, that's facts. Really hoping that despite everything going on, we can kind of keep plugging through. Note to everyone listening, just because you lost does not mean they cheated. On that facts. note, thank you, John, again, for coming on the show. Appreciate that's going to be that, all bro. the time we have for today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of Insight with Waiyuki. We'll catch you next time. Later. Everybody, uh, audio cut out there. Um, So we're just going to, we're about to outro the episode anyway. So, John, thank you so much for coming on. If you'd like to say a few things before we go, floor is yours. Feel free. Gotcha. Uh, Appreciate you, Waiyuki, for having me on. Shout out to you. Go go to host. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out as one. Go to the org. Shout out Josh, you know, the homie. Mm-hmm. 410, another go org. Shout out to them. Here. Um, Shout out to the COD community this year. There's a lot of stuff we have to deal with, and we're slowly, slowly getting together and just getting through it. Hopefully, yep. hopefully it can get better as the time goes on. Yeah, really hoping to see the scene's kind of in a tough spot right now. So yeah, that's facts. Really hoping... 
that despite everything going on, we can kind of keep plugging through. Note to everyone listening, just because you lost does not mean they cheated. On that Thanks. note, thank you, John, again, for coming on the show. Appreciate That's going to be all the time we have for today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of Insight with Waiyuki. We'll catch you next time. Later.